Welcome. To another meditation, a guided contemplative meditation by, you guessed it, this guy. preface to the meditation before we begin or before we continue the meditation we could say with a different quality to it I had a friend over dear friend who I met in Rishikesh, India actually, at a yoga teacher training his name's David David Des Moines he's in a training program for addiction recovery coaching and he has an extensive meditation and background and explorations in consciousness we'll say he's actually sat a number of uh, seven he served and sat seven vipassana meditations these are 10-day meditations and I'm pointing out the different experiences that he's had, which I believe to a certain degree have uh, influenced and encouraged his ability to sense, sense a subtle energy, a very subtle energy. And at the same time, what I'm going to share, the experience that I shared with him, I'm going to be sharing the same experience, uh, an invitation to the same experience with you here. And What's coming to my mind is the Zen mind, beginner mind, where although David has had these different experiences that maybe on some level has prepared him to experience reality in, in this way, what I am pointing to, the, the idea is that this is uh, available to all of us regardless of the amount of meditation retreats we've gone to or different explorations in consciousness we have journeyed on. In other words, although somehow the journey and practices uh, are supportive at the same time, this is always available to us. And even beyond it always being available to us, it is our very nature. It is what we are. So in some of even my own other videos and other uh, people who share meditations, they'll sometimes say, and again, I have said this many times before, 
that anything that you are aware of could not in totality or exclusively be you. So popular examples of that is if one in a, in a meditation practice says to themselves, I am not this thought, I am that which is aware of this thought, or I am not this body or this mind, I am that which is aware of this body and this mind. And so it's in a way a useful and helpful pointer, David and I were actually discussing just this, that at a certain level, when there is an exclusive identification or a sort of like a sticky identification where we do feel identified with a thought or identified with the body or identified with a very strong emotion, this process does have a time and place to say, to sort of rest and, so to speak, drop back into consciousness awareness and observe these because then we're not we're not as fixated on them or we're not uh, thinking that that is what we are we we step back into uh, a broader perspective and yet at the same time I asked David Obviously, you, you, can't, you can respond in the comments, and I'd be happy to discuss this and share with you in the comments to this video. And you let me know if this is, in fact, also, if you share the experience that I point to. And first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it away. I'm just going to give it away because, well, it, it appears to me it's already this way and there's, there's really nothing that I'm going to be giving away. So with the whole subject-object thing of I am not this thought, I am not this body, I am not this sensation, I am not this emotion, that's still uh, a, a a step away, in a sense, from this. What I mean by this, and check in with your own this, if this is also true for you, when I am rigorously honest about my direct experience right now and I look and I see what, who or what is, am I what is this and I know I'm pointing to my body but well then what is aware of my body so yes in a, in a sense I use that same practice and process that I just talked to you about and then further what could I say about this could I say anything about this And I asked David about this with his experience, and he, he sat there and he first he said, "There's stillness." And then he further elaborated that it's just this. 
just this. and we, we spoke about this in saying just this yes we could say there's the appearance there is the appearance of a body an appearance of a mind objects in the room that you're in and those are all descriptions that we've given to this but if we really look him and I at least I would like to know if this too is your experience as well all that can really be said is there seems to be whatever this is. I can't even say arising because it's just, it's not really arising, it's just, it's just, it is. Maybe it will appear, a thought will come in and sort of float out or an emotion or a bird will fly by, but it is it, it's just this. The mind doesn't, it can't really do much with that because it doesn't know what it is. And it's really even beyond this. It's just suchness. Totally, completely ordinary. But there's no separation. Where is there separation? Just an, an unending expanse of this. entirely self-evident what the purpose of the recognition and remembrance of being part of this being connected one with part of but absolutely one with whatever this is where is their separation? Where is their evidence for separation? Some may say, some may say, well, here's me, me, my body, my mind, and then everything else. And that's the invitation where it's really, where is, where are you in that? And, and again, it gets into that subtle subject-object dualism. But when I'm, again, just absolutely rigorously honest about my experience, I don't even know what to label this. It's just whatever it is.
And I would invite if there is someone that feels exclusively only identified with their mind and body and they don't feel experience what it is that I'm referring to, the invitation is to rigorously, mindfully observe the current experience and it will sooner or later be seen that there is just this interconnected suchness universe, God, consciousness, awareness whatever word we give to that so I want to end with sharing with you the really beautiful story that David then proceeded to share with me uh, about the Saint Ramakrishna I don't know much about him but I, I can tell you the story that David told me yesterday I'm going to have David on the podcast as well which Ramakrishna was just God intoxicated um, and devoted to the Hindu Saint Kali and he prayed to her but this again for him it was this dualistic relationship there was still him and still devotee and that which he was devoted to similar paralleling to uh, the subject and then the object which one is aware of and then one day he met a great saint a great prophet uh, a wise person and, and that person said you're missing the point man like you're, you're you haven't gone all the way something like this and so Ramakrishna went full in, went further, went further beyond his blissful God intoxication, uh, devotion to Kali, and, and he, he, so to speak, merged. He recognized his, his true nature of connected with all things and every being and the inherent peace and joy that comes along with that permanent recognition and he comes out on the other side <laughs> uh, and he continues to be a disciple a devotee to Kali but now he's because he's gone all the way he's engaging in that uh, because he loves it that's that's his his way and we all have our own our own way and the funny the really funny part about this is I, I wish I could say I wish I heard this at the beginning of, of spiritual practices but I did <laughs> I did uh, I just I couldn't accept how amazing this actually was and that was and is this is it whatever whatever this is whatever we call it this is it the liberation the happiness the peace that we seek is truly ourself now and now and now and now also now in the words of uh, Rupert Spira you are the happiness you seek and yet there is 
in fact the appearance and the journey so we do what we do and we have our practice alright the laptop is at 1% so I hope you enjoyed this contemplative meditation let me know how or if it impacted you what your experience was with this meditation and let's uh, keep on the path Merry Christmas Happy Hanukkah to you.